Well, everyone, hello, everyone. Welcome back to my podcast, I Like It Raw. If this is your first time joining me, my name is Mikala Leinani. The pleasure is all mine to welcome you to my podcast where I talk about anything and everything that make people uncomfortable that's considered raw, taboo, and just unspoken of. So, with that being said, welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Um, I know this past month, well, happy women, happy women's month to everyone. Um, and I know this past month I've been talking about a lot of, you know, things that have to deal with women bettering themselves, because as a woman, I'm going to advocate for a woman to do better for themselves. And a lot of things that I talk about might sound like, oh, some of it's hate, some of this, this, but no, it's just my, my outlook on things. Um, but I really want to touch the topic of women being in love. As you saw that um, episode earlier this month about not letting a man play you, I understand as a woman where we can start to drown in the relationship with a man and I mean that in the most subtle way possible um when I'm saying drown I don't mean literally well I ain't gonna say that (laughs) I ain't gonna say literally drown but when I say drown with a man I'm talking about the fact that you lose yourself a lot of things you keep to yourself and you drown in your own sorrows and you lose yourself basically you know what i'm saying but i can also understand that these relationships that we get in are difficult um love is a real thing you guys and it's tough to let love go um especially because i did talk about that like i understand you love him but you shit that nigga ain't doing this this that and the third for you then motherfucker leave that ass but it's easier said than done it is um i really just feel like i have to speak to this because i'm at a point where i have to i'm at a point in my life where i finally feel like I truly experienced what love is and that's just me being honest not even my previous relationship of seven years did I experience the feeling of love but not being in a relationship with the person that I've experienced what love is it's incredible it's an incredible feeling it's an incredible feeling to always feel loved and adored and wanted around and pleased and you know like somebody's just trying to do everything for you when it comes to making you laugh and making you smile and just sexual pleasure shit the fuck i'll tell you i ain't never had man i had got some head shit Sometime was it last week or the week before? Y'all, I have never. I mean, god damn, like that shit had took me. Man, that shit made me high. high. <laughs> but for real, like, it was incredible. But 
I say, oh, that's safe. It's like, I've never experienced those feelings and this type of attachment to a person and then to have to let them go. Like I said, letting someone go, especially when you love someone, is difficult. It's so difficult. Like, I'm not going to... If I start getting emotional in this episode, I'm not going to lie to you. I was never in a relationship with this person, but where where we met and how we continued our relationship, it it was just so easy. Um, met at a club, and we just started conversing, and he just showed so much interest in me, and it, it really just touched me. I'm not a person that likes everyone. I don't like a lot of people, actually. <laughs> but when he approached me in the club, um, at the time, I, I don't think I was drinking at that time. Because I go through my spurts where I just don't drink for months and shit like that. Um, but yeah, like, he had approached me. He's like, oh, you know, you look so beautiful, blah, blah, blah. What do you do? And, you know, I'm like, I'm this, that, and the third. And I asked him, or I don't even know if I asked him. He was like, all right, well, cool. I'm uh, I'm a barber, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, okay, you know, so your own person, you, your own business. I like that. And then he asked for my number. I'm like, uh-uh, I don't give out my number. Maybe come back to me later on tonight, see if you could catch me, and then maybe I'll give you my number. And show sure enough, before I could even fucking leave the club, because it's the end of the night, they're closing up. He's like, okay, well, can I get your number now? I'm like, mm, <laughs> okay. And to me, persistence is key. So he definitely showed persistence um, when it came to wanting to talk to me and get to know me and stuff. Because, like I said, I'm not giving my number out unless it's business. Like, I have no reason to want to talk to people because I, a lot of people just be a waste of moments. And I don't like that. So, he showed persistence. He got the number. We started texting, and it was just kind of off from there, you know. Just hang out, hang out at his house, chill, play games, get to know him. Um, I'm a person, I love playing card games where you're asking questions because I'm trying to get to know more about you. It's hard to just off the cuff ask people questions. And I know as weird as that sounds, it's very common. Um Unless you have, like, some conversation with them where, oh, oh, can I ask you about this? Because, you know, uh, questions that lead and follow the conversation, they don't happen all the time because there's a lot of people that really just don't know how to communicate. And what really was incredible was there was such a uh, there was such a strong sexual attraction when I first met him. Um, Very handsome, you know, very handsome. I go, I love smiles and skin and he was like a, like a nice chocolate man, nice smile, you know, just, Ooh, I'm like, Oh shit. Um, nice smile, nice smell, blah, blah, blah. Tone just cool. And so from that being said, there was definitely a sexual attraction there. Fuck. And it was different with him than any other person that I've met. Um, because the sexual attraction I had, I wasn't, I didn't feel like I had to be reserved with showing I was sexually attracted to this man. Um, 
which was just like, oh, it's a lot of comfort here. So throughout these months, even after a year, because I was, I've been, I hung out with him after a year, you know, over a year, whatever, you know, it was just, it was sweet. It was sweet. And the fact that I've never had a lot of the connections, a lot of the connection that I had with him, with anyone, it made me look at him differently and made me feel more comfortable within my skin um, because for everything, this man, he just showed that he really appreciated every part of who I am, my drive, my body, my how I talk, I mean, my style. It just, everything seemed to be appreciated. And so with good things, there's always going to be a flip side. Well, there's sometimes going to be a flip side, but most of the times it's a fucking flip side to the shit. And, you know, things happen. I'm not really ready to talk about what happened. Um, but I really just want to get more into understanding it's harder than you think to let somebody go. Um, they can do some, some shit to you and you'll still sit there wanting to go back. And especially with women that get abused or things like that. And people say like, why don't she leave? Why don't she do this? It's like, she'll be like, I love them. And it's not just physical abuse. It could be mental, uh, you know, mental abuse. Like, and that shit can fuck up your, like, your entire mental. I mean, what's her name? Uh, uh, Ari. Ari Lennox said that in one of her songs. She said mental abuse is worse sometimes because that fucks up your whole mental, like. And, I mean, it's just difficult, y'all. It's difficult. When you truly feel like you loved someone, to have to let them go to better yourself, to protect yourself in all ways possible, it's not easy. And I never want what I say to come off as I'm just being harsh and blah, 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 because I'm going to be very forthcoming and honest, but I'm not trying to say this. Like I don't go through it. Like I don't struggle. Like I don't retract my statements and go back to the same toxicity that I was complaining about in the first place, because I do do that. I'm human. I'm still here learning. Um, the thing is I knew, I know the lesson, but that let go portion, that let go factor. So I just want to give a few tips when it comes to letting people go that you love because it's not easy. It's not easy. And it's crazy because letting this man go is harder than letting go of my ex. Like I, I'd never want to hear from my fucking ex again. <laughs> never. Like I'm straight on that. But letting go of this man, again, I was never in a relationship with him, nothing. 
is one of the most difficult separations I feel like I'm encountering in my life at this time or that I've encountered in my life at this time. Um, and that speaks volumes as opposed to my ex, a seven year relationship and him. I knew him for a little over a year. I mean, it's just incredible. The fact that time really doesn't dictate how much feeling you can have for someone, how, how strong your love can be for someone, how hard you can try for someone. Um, time doesn't dictate that time isn't even fucking real, but it's about the moments about how they make you feel. And there are those few moments where they fuck up those feelings. I mean, you have to assess them. You have to, you have to assess them properly. This situation is just so hard. I'm sorry, y'all. This situation is is still very fresh, but it's so difficult. Because I still sit here and I think, like, and why did you do that? Because I really liked you. You know what I'm saying? Why'd you have to, why'd you do that? Like, because now if I was to go back and deal with you again, I'd be a fucking fool. Because the same shit that you said you wouldn't do, do, ever, you did once. Then you said I would never do it again, and you did it twice. And now I'm sitting here like, I would be a fucking fool to let that shit happen to me a third time. To believe, or to feel safe, or feel like I could trust, you know. And then it just makes it worse, because it's like, You know, we got photos, videos, and, you know, when you get in those modes, you know, you just start looking. You start looking at your photos and your videos. I'm like, damn, I really liked you. We were cute. (laughs) We was cute. What the fuck? But it's like, I have to put me first. I got to put my safety first. And always, I can't keep doing the same thing and ending up at the same spot, you know. Back to some tips. Things that you can do to let go. One, find your passion. Find what helps you calm down. If you're a person that loves to clean, go on a cleaning spree. If you love to do pottery, go make some pots. If you like to make music, which I I found a newfound love for music, y'all, I'm making an album right now. And getting all of my feelings out. Do something that makes you feel at peace. It's so crazy how many things you'll find that you love, that you didn't even know that you can do until you just sit back and take the time for yourself and look at the small things that you do and see if you can elaborate on those. You know what I'm saying? And see if you can create something from those small things. And just like I said, with music, that's what I found 
because I've always loved poetry and I always wrote poetry, but now I put my words on a beat and that shit sounds sweet as fuck. And I just can't stop right now. Like I've been going song after song after song and it's helping me ease my mind. So definitely do something you normally wouldn't do. And if you know what makes or brings you peace, do that. Number two is to hang out with your friends. Hang out with good friends, true friends, not those friends that I told your ass, none of that. Hang out with friends that are genuine and just care about seeing you okay and happy. They don't want to see you moping around. They don't want to see you feeling like shit, blah, blah, blah. Hang out with some good friends. Three, I say take yourself on a motherfucking date. We be in relationships or situationships with people. Going on dates. Not going on dates. Um, just doing shit. But do something with yourself. And find the enjoyment and the peace within being by yourself. I used to take myself on dates like literally every day. <laughs> Always going to eat sushi. I would eat sushi every day. I would just go on a date by myself and eat sushi. And there's so much peace in being by myself because I'm not concerned. Oh, somebody looking at me when I'm eating, blah, blah, blah. But if you're in a relationship or a situationship that is comfortable, you wouldn't even be concerned about if they watch you eat or not. Because I did get to that point. I'm like, shit, something drip on my face. It is what it is, Nick. Look, it is what it is. But honestly, take yourself on a date. Go on a spa day. Um, at this time, I'm definitely going to tell you to stay away from shopping sprees. Stay away from frivol- uh, frivolously shopping for no fucking reason. Especially when you know, like, I mean, if you want to and, like, it's not going to fuck up you handling responsibilities, then by all means, go ahead and enjoy yourself. Fuck. But if you know it's going to fuck up your responsibilities and you're just trying to do this to ease some pain, don't do that. Because you're going to be even more mad at the end of the day. When you say, oh, well, I got to pay this bill and I spent and got this dress. Yeah, don't do that. I'm just letting you know that now. Do not do that shit, please. Look, also, y'all, what is that? Three, now four. Number four, get some good toys. (laughs) Get some good toys, baby. Get some good toys. Um, And a yoni egg. Yoni egg for sure. Um... I'm ordering mine. It's it's on the way. Like, so you can do some healing internally. Do some yoni healing. Heal your pussy from the energy that's been transferred between you and this person back and forth. You have to heal. Sex is a lot of transfer of energy, especially when y'all are both coming. Too much transfer of energy. Make sure you cleanse your yoni. Care for your yoni. A lot of trauma is built and pent up in our wounds, which develops cysts and, I mean, things that cause issues within the female reproductive system. Not just cysts, but tumors. Things that just are abnormal. Things that cause pain. You know, urinary tract infections, BV. I mean, just Anything and everything. Make sure you take care of your yoni. Thank your yoni. 
Say sorry to yo yoni. Like, thank the pussy. Apologize to the pussy. Care for the pussy. The pussy is the portal. Love and appreciate the pussy. Especially if you know you've been traumatizing your own pussy by dealing with a traumatizing situation that you know you should have been done with. Literally, pussy therapy and self-pleasure. Learn your own body. Learn your own pussy. Learn things about yourself that you like and you don't like. This is the time. I know with some of the women that I watch and listen to, they talk about just feeling around in their pussy. Yeah, use your finger, use a wand, what, but more so use your hands. Excuse me. And go inside your pussy and just feel around. Different points, you'll start to feel different things. You you might start to cry at some areas and wonder what's going on. Just massage yourself from the inside then to the out. And I mean that in every literal sense. Massage your inside of your vagina to the outside. Feel yourself. Get to know yourself. Tip five, since I am a spiritual goddess, you know, I'm a goddess on this motherfucking realm, you know, every motherfucking realm, do a cord cutting ritual. You can do a cord cutting ritual to remove yourself from negative energy that was in the relationship. If you, if you do continue to want to be in that relationship, do a cord cutting ritual just to remove all negative energies and all past arguments and all past just energies that were heavy. Um, but if you're ready to really, really be done with that person, do an unplugging ritual. Um, unplugging, I have never done. I'm, uh, it's like, I gotta be honest with myself cause I gotta, I would have to look into it. And I'm just, I know I have to be ready for it. You have to be ready for it. After doing an unplugging ritual, for sure, you don't want to go back. Um, Because karma and the spirit will show you why you left in the first place. And it might be a lot worse, okay? Um, Even with a, a cord cutting. Typically, if you're, you, when you do a cord cutting... You say the reasons and you say what you're releasing. Um, So if you're not releasing the person entirely, oh, I'm releasing all the negative energy, all the heavy energy, all the arguments, all the pain that this relationship has caused thus far, I release all those things, remove these things from the relationship type thing. Cool. But if you're releasing that person, talking about I'm going to release you with love and light, you do your thing, I'm going to do mine, Um, I love you blah, 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 and you come back. And that's what I think happened to me, honestly. I suffered my own karma. I did a cord cutting, releasing this person, went back, and for my situation, it was just worse. It was looking actually very bright, actually. I ain't even gonna cut. Like, it seemed like the entire relationship changed To where it wasn't something that was just sexual. Um, But our relationship became a lot more platonic. Like, yeah, we were goofy together and stuff. But it was a genuine friendship that I felt was developing. Until what transpired to me transpired. 
and it was just an all-out bad situation. Um, but yeah, I feel like that was kind of like karma, because I said, no, nah, I ain't going to go back, and then here I am. So, spirit. But also, the last ritual that you can do is a, a bowl, burning bowl ritual, excuse me. Um, where you just write what you're releasing on a piece of paper, put your intention into it, burn that piece of paper in a heat, fire safe bowl. Be safe when you're doing this shit, y'all, please. And let your worries and your pain burn away. It's not something that you instantly feel, although with the cord cutting it, I, I literally kind of felt that shit instantly. Um, yeah, no, no, no. I felt that shit. Like, instantly. Um, but, you know, just be mindful. I don't... For me, when I did a burning bowl ritual, I didn't feel things instantly. But with a cord cutting, that's a whole different type of magic, baby. That's, that's some different. But these are just a few things that I want to give out to you guys that you all can do to, you know, let go. Because it isn't easy. It isn't easy. And I still love this guy. I do. I still love him. Still have love for him. And I just wish him the best. But at the end of the day, I know what love from a distance means. But anywho, I'm going to go ahead and cap this episode off right here. I appreciate all of you for coming to watch this episode or listen to this episode of I Like It Raw. If you are watching me on YouTube, please make sure you like, comment, subscribe, and share. And if you are listening to me on all your major platforms, any of your major platforms, make sure you just share the episode around. I really appreciate you. If you are on Instagram, make sure you follow my IG at Mikala Leinani, M-I-K-A-L-A-L-E-I-N-A-N-I. And follow my podcast Instagram at I Like It Raw Podcast. You can follow my skating page at MK Skates with two Z's at the end. And my cat's Instagram at onyx.and.eclipse. Other than that, make sure y'all stay high, strapped up, and safe. And I'll see y'all in the next episode.